Welcome to the Personal Jukebox Podcast, where in this episode we'll be looking at the best of the doors. Does that sound like Gordo of the Conspiracy Girl? We're on this episode. Hello and welcome. No, Gordo talks in a really soft accent like that, doesn't he? Talking about really heavy stuff, but in a very slow and nice accent. Well, we'll be looking at the best of the doors, a compilation on by The Doors. My name is Simon, I'm joined on this episode by the backdoor man himself, Mr. Neil Strong. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I might talk like that now. I might talk like this all the way through the episode, so I will. I was quite impressed with my accent then, to be fair. Hello. Yes, this is going to be one of those episodes that we've done before, um... Queen, the Smiths. I think those are the only two so far, aren't they? I often toyed with typing these episodes. You know, are they all that? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. that could have been a thing. Um, where we look at a best of from uh, usually a band from yesteryear, and uh, you know, decide if they are actually all that. Yeah. Well, this was you mentioned this one to me from maybe a year and a half, say. After a Christmas, you were like, "Yeah, I'm going to do quite a lot of like older." Older bands. Older bands yeah, stuff, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And we finally got round to this one. This is one that um kind of always wanted to do, I think. Well, I've never been one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I super like the doors. Mm. But, Have um, you ever had any of their music on your phone? To um, listen to? Well, I've got every one of their yeah, songs but now. But I've bought, I meant to go up my loft and find, I'd got this album that we're going to ah, cover tonight. Okay. That's kind of why I did this one. Yeah, It's the only... Bit of Doors music that I ever owned. Yeah, it was this album. It was released in two thousand, like right at the height of my CD buying. Yeah, yeah. Time, I think actually, if this time checks out, I bought this and Prodigy, their law, and it was like their compilation best oh, okay. of thing. Yeah, oh yeah, the double, the double one. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Like the blue packaging. That's it. It was yes. like before Invaders Must Die yeah, and yeah. all that That's kind it. of yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think I bought those on the same spree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the only thing I've ever owned of the Doors. Mm. I can remember when I was oh sixteen, seventeen. There'd always be somebody who was a big Doors fan there. Yeah, who probably had way too much of a. Self-important view of themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> One thing that does shine through from Jim Morrison, that guy with the guitar, definitely is like. Oh God, yeah. That's what I imagine Jim Morrison to be. Yeah, unbearable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm way too cool. I know everything. Mm. Yeah, I mean, lots of people, you know, fell for it or subscribed to it. However, you want to think about it. I yeah. think it came around at the right time. Oh, definitely, it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That that was a massive part of it. What are we talking? Sixty-seven. 
First album, 67, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right there, it was a time of doing anything you wanted, wasn't it, really? <laughs> yes, it was, yes. You know, like, so people would get down with his vibes and stuff and the band's vibes. Swinging 60s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You Love know. the tail end of the swinging 60s, so you've got uh, the hippie movement. Yeah, like taking such, any yeah. drug that yeah. you can. You yeah. Know, so they, they fully embraced that. Well, he especially did. Are you a Doors fan? Yeah, the I like fan the of Doors, the Doors. Yeah. Okay. So, when did you first become aware of them, and what like? It really? was through my brother. So he yeah. played um, the end, like the he, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He the was song quite, of the yeah. end. Yeah. So he was quite obsessed with that. And at the start, I was like, it's quite worrying. Get it? It's quite yeah. worrying. But yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, it's really long. And mm-hmm. then uh, as time went on. And again, it all revolves around your phone now, Apple Music. You just yeah. literally be like, ah, oh, I'll have a little listen. And then, what do you call it? Like, light my fire, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, no way. So they were the ones who did it originally and all that. But then all their other things that they've done. Yeah, I've, I've just got to like them all, really. I think, I think light my fire and break on through. Would be like everybody knows yeah. those songs. What's that other one? People are strange as well. Yeah, I think people, people are strange know that as well. One yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, that's probably another one yeah. as well. If you was to say to a lot of people, like, do you know stuff from the Doors? I think they'd struggle to to name like a good few songs from them. Yeah, other other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Like your casual person. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, we're going to be looking at this album. This is the best of the Doors, released in 2000, September um, 2000 in the UK. Got to number nine on the UK chart. It's 36 weeks on the chart. It's slightly different to the 1973 and 1985 compilation albums of the same name. Uh, this one seems to, from, from looking at it, it seems to have only been a European release. Well, I couldn't find it on Apple. No, it's music. not an Apple. Like you sent me the mm. link on Amazon, didn't you? Mm. So I know all the songs. Yes, but I couldn't. I didn't They're play. All the ones yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I've known them all, but I couldn't find that album on Apple at all. I couldn't find it neither. I meant to get it from the loft, uh, and it's got the. Is it two CDs? It's either one or two CDs for all the songs. And then there's a bonus disc with it as well. Okay. Uh, the bonus disc has basically got, we'll, we'll listen to some of them a bit later on. It's got a multimedia track, which has got like interviews, gal- a gallery, e-cards and more, which are obviously massive at the yeah, beginning of the 2000s, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm. And then there's basically four remixes of Rides on the Storm. Okay. The Space Bats remix, the iBazaar, the Now remix, and the Waz and Cornell Tunnel Club mix. Oh, lovely. So, the doors are Jim Morrison. Vocals. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The blah, most blah. famous one. Yeah. Yeah, if I know, you know. I think a lot of people would think, oh, just Jim Morrison is the doors. Yeah, yeah. Raymond Zarek on keyboards, and Bobby Krieger. Krieger or Krieger? I can't Robbie remember. Krieger. Krieger. Krieger, guitarist, and uh, John Densmore on yeah. drums. Obviously, the guys went on to do stuff after Jim, didn't they? After Jim died, they went on and did other albums and still have been doing live performances up until, oh, God, until, I think he's death. Um, when was that? Like, mid-2000s? I don't know, maybe it was a bit like... Was it 2013? Yeah, 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 that, that like makes that. sense, actually, yeah, yeah. thing is, though, it wasn't that long until he died, was it? It wasn't a lot a lot of years. Was first, it like... first album's in 67. Yeah, and then wasn't it by 73 or something he was dead? The last gig they did with Jim was 1970, 
Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the last gig that I did with him. Oh, so it's not long at all, is it? It's that one where he's too pissed. Ah, and okay. he um he just sat down on the stage until Den I think it's Densmore he like kicks him. Yeah. Um he kicked him and then Jim stood up and he it's the one where he smashes his mic just into the floor and ah, walks okay. off. Yeah. And then I think the rest of the band were all like, Man, we can't do no more live gigs with this guy, he's too unpredictable did, and stuff. The other day, um I was watching some live uh, videos and his persona on stage is so weird. Like, it's as if he can't be asked to sing. Yeah. But then, on another song, or a little bit later in the same song, he'll kind of perk up a little bit. Yeah. It's really weird. I think he had that kind of... You know, like, some actors will get way too into their role. Yeah, like, what was that? Was it... What's it called? Like, method acting. Yeah, yeah, there was one in particular. Was it Jim Carrey who did... When did Man on the Moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he supposed to be an absolute prick while he did that? Because he was trying to be like, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, uh, he played Lotker in Taxi. Um, oh, but he God. was being his persona all what's the time, his name? wasn't he? Did the fucking angle with Lawler, didn't he, and everything? In, in yeah, Memphis. I can't think of his name. I can't right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He you know, was like, yeah trying to be him yeah and he was that character all the time and everybody that worked with him basically said he was just a prick like all the time to everybody yeah Um, so yeah you think he's kind of just portraying what he thinks he should be I don't know if he's necessarily portraying what he should be but I think he definitely had a far higher I'm coming into it of thinking Jim Rice had a far higher opinion of himself yeah than what he was you think he you reckon people put him on like a pedestal yeah, yeah, and he kind of, yeah, kind of took that and was like, "Oh my, this is my band. Like, this is me. There wouldn't be anything without me and stuff like that." Or- well, I don't know. I once, oh Christ above, <laughs> keep on kicking that. I once had a job and I worked with a guy who was like, you know, years and years and years older than me, and he always used to openly like just mock the doors. He used to say, "God, all their songs sound exactly the same. They're just blues songs." Which you know, a lot oh, of yeah, them yeah. He says they're just eight bar, twelve bar blues songs, mm. um, which are just all the same. Yeah. And he said, and he used, to, what was the words he used to say? Like, um, like a drunk poet, like oh, okay. <laughs> hollering yeah, like I, yeah, songs yeah, out of the top that. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. can see that, especially yeah. with especially with his. Like I said, when I've watched him, his persona on stage, you could kind of be like, mm. yeah, he's just. A, pissed up bloke who's got on stage and doing like yeah. an open mic night or something yeah that, that's what it's like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. an um, improv that's it like yeah, an yeah. improv kind yeah. of thing yeah, yeah. I can I, I definitely get that <laughs> um, what did we say the last gig they did was December the 12th 1970 so Jim was dead um, July the next year Oh, okay. Uh, 71. Yeah, yeah. 27, part of the, um, oh, Ooh, 27 club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the band continued until 73. Um, and then in 2002, they like started up, they got Ian Asprey from the cult oh, yeah, to come and be it, yeah. the vocalist. Mm. They were going by the name The Doors of the 21st Century. But the Morrison Estate like didn't like that. I chose to sue them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sued, and they changed it to, um, oh, what was it? Manzarek Krieger. Um, Great name. And they toured until, yeah, Ray's death in 2013. Mm. That's, That's it. it yeah. That's what I was going to say. After Jim died, 27, three years later, his girlfriend at the time, Pamela, Pamela Corson, mm. she died and she was 27 then as well. Is this the one that's portrayed by, uh, who's the lady in the film? Uh, 
Nicole Kidman. Is that, uh, was that right. his girlfriend? Or? I can't remember because when we said we were going to do this, I said, oh, I'm going to try and watch that Doors film, but I haven't no, watched I, it I, since. I, exactly the same. I've only ever watched it once ever, and you're talking over 20 I years ago. I watched it about two years ago, yeah. and she was definitely like a prominent girlfriend in the movie. So I don't Kidman's if, character, yeah, yeah. Kidman's character. But like a little, a little bit of reading I did, his death, they don't really know what happened to him, do they? As, isn't it like up in the air of what happened? Well, he... Or the cause. Obviously, he's a druggie, but... Yeah, it was on... Oh, God, what was it? It was, pres- it was a prescription drug death, wasn't it, really? Oh, OK. Yeah, which, you know, it does seem to be that there's a lot of these big, massive, you know, characters mm. and stuff who get prescription death to death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thing is, though, these powerful... Not powerful. Well, I guess how you look at it, they are powerful. Renowned. Renowned, yeah. If they want something, their record company are going to get it them. Or if they go to a doctor, like you'll see it with wrestling, they'll have doctors all over the place. And they'll be like, oh, you get me that. You get me the same thing from a different doctor. So they just get like stockpiles, don't they? I only listened to a podcast recently and I think it was, I don't know if it was Bischoff or it was somebody, and they were saying that, the wrestlers used to basically at the end of the day the doctors were marks for the wrestlers and they oh I've done friends with this wrestler oh yeah yeah so they'd always like try and help them to yeah. get the stuff yeah yeah, yeah that's it yeah. you know so if he's like wanting something and he's probably temperamental anyway it was prescribed stuff I think yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, that's it yeah. yeah a lot of the pro- prescribed stuff can just be as lethal, can't it, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Especially if he's having it with a mixture of other stuff. Yeah, well, you can't imagine Jim having many, like, straight nights, can you, really, from no, what you hear about def- him no, and stuff. No, definitely not, no. Um, basic, basic facts here. Uh, they got their name from... Uh, what's his name? Aldous Hurley's? Huxley's. Huxley's, sorry. Huxley's, The Doors of Perception. 1950 book uh, about the psychedelic, psychedelic experience of, of mescaline. Mescaline, is that how you pronounce it? Must be, I don't know. Is that just a, a psychedelic drug, pretty much? I don't know what it is. What is mescaline? Somebody's going to go, oh, look what is this. Yeah, I mean, I've not heard of it. Oh, no, man, it ain't the kind of thing that I'm getting involved in, so no, I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, they put out six studio albums in five years. As we've seen before on podcasts with Sabbath and stuff, bands were just putting out album after album oh, in yeah, them 60s. Out, yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. I say this came out in 2000, but the first album came out in 1967. So what I've got, I've got the number one songs from 67, and I've got the number one songs from 2000 when this was released. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can say which one you, Neil Strong, mm-hmm. prefer. The number one song in 1967 when, this, when the first Doors album was released was this. Looks the same as I step down from the train. That's not Alvis, is it? To meet me no. Oh, that's gone. Here's my mama and papa. Oh, who is that? Tom Jones. That's down the road guy. I look, and there was Mary. Hey, you know, look. Like, Welsh rugby. The rugby one, yeah. yeah. Why have they stopped that? It's Delilah, isn't it? Yeah, but what is it? What's the. Because this isn't the song about him killing her? The geezer killed Delilah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that's yeah. why they don't want you to sing it anymore. Yeah, they don't, because it's violence against women. <laughs> but this is the thing. For years and years. When, when that was like put out, people were like, yeah, you know, yeah, it is a good, yeah, it's a good thing because we don't want to be having this violence against women. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the Welsh people, but they were saying, yeah, you know, the Welsh rugby thing, they have been behind the times, still still playing that song. Right. Yeah, I don't okay. know, man. So I this was know. number one? Good this old, was number good one. Good old Tom Jones. Yes, in 1967, when, uh, when and in 2000, I wonder which one they will love. Has this proved yet? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a Moja. Oh, that's it, Moja. I'm going Moja. Big build up in it that on the uh, on the full version. This is a good song. This is this is what this is my choice. <laughs> this is your this choice. Is my favourite one. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I didn't dispute this. Didn't doubt that for a second. Uh, number one album in the UK when the original Doors album was released was this. Raindrops on roses. And whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Is this um brown paper packages Mary tied Poppins? up with strings? No. Oh, the uh, wonderful life of someone. Julie Andrews. That's it. Um, it's um, oh, Sound of Music soundtrack. Green okay. coloured ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and sleigh bells. You'd love this kind of stuff, don't you? Oh, it's more bad. Yeah. <laughs> In 2000, the number the number one album was this. Choose between them two. Yeah, I'll choose Julia Andrews. No way. Yeah, hundred percent. I ain't having this one. Oh man, this isn't a bad song. This is it's really. It's not is great it? though, is it? No, one? it's not great. It's not one of his good ones. Oh, man, what's his good ones if this isn't? Oh, <laughs> Angels. This is gonna cover us. Angels is better than this. Oh, Angels is better than this. Yeah, yeah of But I'd rather listen to Julia Andrews. She's got a lovely voice. Yeah. Nah, she has. I know you hate your musicals and stuff, but she's got a good voice. Was it her in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as well? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. No, I don't know. She's definitely Mary Poppins, isn't she? Yeah, Julie yeah. Andrews is Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And number one in the US in 67. I didn't know until I heard that episode of um, those conspiracy guys about Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. When they said when the monkeys like finished and split up, the one went got a job with the CIA and went to South America. 
I bloody hell, okay. Yeah. I didn't even, that didn't even register in my mind. Uh, long episode that was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I haven't got all the way through it. I haven't. Mm. But the thing is as well, with episodes like that, I don't know about you, but if you're in a town and you're having to concentrate more, like mm. if you're on a motorway, you can kind of concentrate yeah, more kind yeah, of on, yeah. on yeah. them kind of episodes. So if you're city driving, it's a bit difficult to take it all in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know what you mean. But yeah. this is a good song. This is like this one. That's all right. Yeah, it's like Shrek, isn't it? This is the one from Shrek. Well, no. I yeah. feel like it's in Shrek. This is um, Dick Reeves and the Wonder Stuff, isn't it? No, that's Dizzy. My head is spinning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, number one in the US in 2000. Oh, it's the worst one of the six. Janet Jackson. Mm. I was going to say you were her or Lopez. But it sounds she more like... She sings better than that. <laughs> no, Janet's great. She hasn't a good singer, though, is she? No. <laughs> she looks good. Yeah. Um, another one to say, Janet Jackson. I mean, what are the songs from Janet Jackson? It's just never been my thing. She's yeah. kind of few, like... If you heard them, you'd know them. I mean, Janet. I know this chorus. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So, yeah. if, you, if you went to the essentials now... Yeah. ...and played them, you'd know them. I like that one. Yeah. We know that one. I know it, yeah, but... Oh, I know this one too. You yeah. know him though, don't you? Yeah, I know him all. Yeah, yeah, I suppose she has got hits. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's got all the hits. Yeah. <laughs> Janet Jackson, line it up. Next podcast. <laughs> Janet Jackson, is she all that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just forget about her brother. Just do Janet. <laughs> um, okay, so the doors, they formed after Jim and Ray met years after knowing each other. I think they were um, student buddies. Oh, okay. At, at American College or you, which one comes first? It's like weird there, isn't it? Isn't it like school uh, and then it's somewhere else, then college? They don't have university, do they? They do have do universities. They? Yeah, I think it's college and then uni still. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. some of the um, documentaries I've watched about the American sports, they're at university, mm. and like there, that's the last, the last thing before they try and get into like the NFL and the NBA and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But it is confusing. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So they met anyway, um, Jim and Ray. They, uh, Jim. It is Jim, isn't it? Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, Jimbo. Jimmy. Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo and Ray, they met. And Ray was uh, obviously playing the keyboard and was making music. And Jim was like, oh, yeah, I've been writing this poetry. I've got all these lyrics. Um, let's get together. And Jim and Ray was like, wow, this guy was like completely different to the guy that I knew before. Mm. 
we'd gone on before, but um, he'd got he'd got stuff and he wanted to put music out. So yeah, let's crack on. Yeah, these songs on this they aren't in the order of what they were released. Uh, the first one we've got on this is from 1971. So this is like the second single off their sixth album. Uh, second US single, because, man, their singles are basically non-existent in the UK charts. But I'll be honest, you know, we say about the top three. Oh, yeah. This is one of like my top three Doors oh, songs. Okay. I would say it's one of my top two, and it might actually be my favourite. It's a good one. It then, is very uh, good. Do you like all the sound effects on it? Though? Yeah, love it. Do you like that? Yeah. It adds to it. Yeah. It gives it a bit of yeah. atmosphere, don't it? Yeah. I was... This was the um, this was the song that I was sat. I fell asleep in my car <laughs> in the country. Yeah, listening to this. Um, this song or the, the album? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know the the turn of events. And when you say in the country, you mean the countryside? Yeah, the countryside. Yeah. And then woke up to the to a crack of thunder. Whoa. Um, and Princess Diana, it was an end. Princess Diana died. No way. On the radio, yeah. How random. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I definitely was listening to this at some point there. This song is really cool. Oh, All the little intricacies in the background as well. It's. I love that keyboard sound. Oh, yeah. It's really like soft and smooth. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's. But this you know, is this is the tune. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. You know what? I absolutely I love that bass, the bass guitar in the back. It's it, listen to it. it. Sounds like Billy Jean. Yeah. How simple is it as well? Yeah. How, how often we say that? Ooh. The whole song's simple, isn't it? Because that keyboard's really simple. Yeah, yeah, it is. Everything yeah. is so simple, but it just works all so well together. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um... But you see his, his vocals. Even his vocals are simple because they're not like they're just subdued, aren't they? On this like it's one, it's matching yeah. the song. Yeah. It's matching the song perfectly. I think he's a bit of a crooner at heart. What I don't know what a crooner means. Like a bit of you know Sinatra crooned. He didn't really sing, did he? Like oh no, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand. I think Jim. I think Jim is at his best when he's doing a bit of a croon. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's not a classic singer. No, no. But he has um, got a good voice, though. If he does, if he do, when he does sing, I think he's got a good voice. I think he can have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he can have. Yeah. Um, would Would you class this as like? So it's definitely bluesy. Oh, yeah, but like, thing, is there a country aspect to it as well? Because um, then now Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we, we, we're saying Avril Lavigne in the same context as The Doors, but they're, not, they're definitely not. But like, I get country vibes from quite a lot of their songs as well. Like, massively bluesy, obviously. Yeah, well, massively bluesy, and, and, and country is... Country's around in the 60s, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a bit of a thing, yeah. yeah. So um, straight away you're saying that like you think that's your favourite one by them? It's either that or another one later yeah. on is like my favourite okay. door song. That, I mean, that is one that, that's one of their best ones. But did you say that's off their sixth, al- sixth... sixth album? Yeah, that so, is. Wow, well, okay. I mean, when they released that, they weren't um, touring anymore then. They'd finished touring. Okay. So I presume that one never got, well, that one never got played live with Jim. There's a video of that 
on Apple Music. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's no. really weird. No, it's no, a no. weird uh, video. The actual video, like yeah. a, a, a single video. But it's a more modern one. So it wasn't from a video back, like that they would have created back in the day, I don't think. Because it's oh, okay. got like there's, an, like, there's a lady and she's riding on a motorbike, but she's standing up on it. She's standing up on this motorbike going down yeah. the road in America and like she comes across this alien creature. It's quite yeah. strange. <laughs> it's, no, yeah, it's quite strange. <laughs> the, the song is inspired by Ghost Riders in the Sky by um, somebody Monroe, Vaughan Monroe, hmm. maybe. And Billy Cockeyed Cook. He killed a family of five in 1950. Oh, wow. That's a bit rough. Yeah, that's what it's inspired by. Uh, Santana did a cover. With okay. Copper Pot doing the vocals. Chester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Have you have you listened to that? Yeah, I did listen to it. I haven't got it down no. here now. Obviously, you didn't like it. Um, it was all right. I mean, yeah. Santana's a good Oh, yeah, good, yeah. Um, yeah, but guitar. I'm going towards the vocals. I'm on about the vocals more. Yeah, I don't know. It was all right. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it was very low-key. didn't really, you know, go for some. Yeah. James Blunt, he samples it in his uh, in his Back to Bedlam album. There's a song called So Long Jimmy. Okay. Um, and it's just nice, got the same music mm. kind of thing on it. Uh, there's a Simple Minds, they did a cover. Annabelle Lamb, she was a sing- uh, singer. Find this out on YouTube, have a look at it. Let me see if I can find it, because it's not on Apple Music. Is she a current, like more current <coughs> Huh? No, no, no. It's an it's an eighties song. Oh, okay. Um, hang on one second. Let me try and find this. In your mm-hmm. in your notes, uh, are a lot of these songs covered by a lot of people? Oh, loads. Purely because it's the Doors. They're just putting their own spin on it. Yeah. Nineteen ninety three. This is from Stranger Things vibe. There. Yeah. It's basically Annabelle Lamb, the vocalist. I believe she's the mother of this family yeah. who are packing up and going on holiday. Or is she there as well? No, she's just there as well. And off they go on holiday. Yeah. And Annabelle Lamb is thumbing for a lift. Ah. And she, like, thumbs them down for a lift. Yeah. And then a guy who's with her, who is the killer on the road, ah. he jumps in as well. Yeah. And then attacks the family. If I can skip it forward. Is that a horse in the background then? Yeah, riders, isn't they? Oh, of course. Here, look. Ah, See, she's, she's stumbling for a lift. Here he comes. They're saying, who's this guy who's getting with us? Who's this geezer? He's a killer on the road. But yeah, and then I'll it's... I'll tell you what, though. As a, as, as a song, it's quite good again. It's quite a good it's cover. It's you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Stranger Things used that. Because it's right <laughs> down that alley. Yeah, it is. It is excellent, yeah. Um, the thing that I loved about it is just this breakdown into this... It's just a jam. Yeah. A lot of their songs, they just basically turn into a jam band. Yeah, it's great. 
um, and they're like, what, what is this? It's like four, five, six, seven, seven and a half minutes. Yeah. And half of it is like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, do, do you not think that, like, I often think this with bands when they do stuff like this, like the balls of a band to just do this for a certain amount of time? Because it's really good and it's like, obviously, there's not a lot going on in the, in this bit, is there? The music's good, but no. there's not a lot going on. Yeah. So I always think when bands do this, they've got like they're just all t- like supremely confident in themselves to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, they obviously know the gear, don't they? Um, I think they're really good. And again, I'm not a musician, but I just think musician why what's the word there? Musicianly? Musicianship. Musicianship. Yeah, the musicianship is proper cool. Like the keyboard, like how many little keyboard uh, solos they have in their songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely yeah. love it. It's, I mean, maybe I like it a bit because you haven't got Jim. I mean, this could be ruined by Jim coming over it with some kind of poetry class crap. You know what I mean? That you'd. Well, yeah, but it depends how he how he'd present it. Because mm. if he just does it in his low key, if he was just doing it in a low key, like. Singing voice. I don't think it would be that like that bad because mm. his his vocals in this are quite low key anyway, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, he's really understated yeah, on this yeah. one. Actually, so if, that, yeah, so, yeah. If, so if he came in and he was doing that kind of stuff, I don't think it would sound that bad. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Good but, song. Oh, oh, really yeah, it's like a great it. song. Love it, love it. Think it's um, you know well up there. We, okay, so you asked. Were you obviously you've got that this CD? Mm. You had this, mm. but. Are these a band that you would go out your way to listen to? Like, would you choose to listen to these any single time? Because um, I will. As I'm driving, depending on what, what mood I'm in, I will put the doors on. Um. Yeah, I think this is the best of the doors. And I, I said to you, didn't you I listen to, to like... Yeah. Nah, I got to about... I did the six albums. Yeah. And there's some real shit on there. Like some real shit if yeah. you listen to the albums. Yeah, he's bad. Mm. Some of it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I will, and I will. One thing I find from doing this podcast is very rare. I go back and listen to anything that I've covered on a podcast. Mm. For some reason, I know it kind of ruins it or well, taints yeah, it. Then. Like, who's in reality nowadays? Who's going to go and listen to the whole six albums of the Doors? No, it like, was too much. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I should have split it up. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's quite a lot, isn't it? And a lot of the better songs are long songs as well. Oh, so yeah. it's, um, it's, yeah, I don't know. Here's, here's another one, actually. Who's this? Using the, the riders track again. Hey, yo, Jim, man, won't you, won't you kick some of that, you know? You, you know how you do it, man. It's a trip. People don't even believe we're together right now. But, but, but tell your story. You know the one I like. Right? Say it, bro. Riders on the in the background. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm featuring the doors. <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg featuring the doors. Riders on the storm. It's from the Need for Speed 2 ah, underground okay. game. No way. On the soundtrack. That. It's crazy. The, so they just did this song for that soundtrack. Well, that's what it's on on no, Apple no. Music, yeah. A Fred Wreck remix. Not bad. Heard that murder, murder. Like 
I, I just love that lyric, like the vocals of Jim. Yes, it's really good on this. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I do. Let your children play. If you give okay, we've done enough on that. Um, let's hit one of them big songs. This is one of them songs that everybody's heard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And covered, probably. So many people have covered oh, this, haven't they? Loads of covers to cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three weeks at number one in the USA. Um, it had to be edited due to the erotic and um, the controversial lyrics. Um, oh, yeah, this is the one that on the film that they didn't want to say get higher wasn't it on top of the pops or some they always music play one? it on oh god who was it it was it wasn't top of the pops it was an american um yeah they show. asked them not to they went on the show and they said can you change the lyric yeah and he sang it anyway yeah and whatnot. he sang it anyway yeah um oh god was it the one that the beatles played on I can't the Ed think. something. I what, don't the, know. Like Ed Sullivan show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, was it the Ed Sullivan Maybe. show? But Maybe. I can't, can't quite remember, but I remember it being them <laughs> wanting not to sing that lyric. Apparently, the rest of the band tell it that it wasn't as much of a, a blatant disregard for that, and he okay. actually did just forget and did it. Right. Um, and it, on the film, it's played up as like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, fuck you, ma'am, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. 2004. In 2010, it was voted number four on Rolling Stone's all-time songs. Number four? Number four. Wow. All-time songs. Um, it reached reached number 49 on the UK charts when it was originally released in August 1967. 91, it got a re-release after the film, the Doors film, came out. Oh, got yeah. to number seven on the charts then. There are so many covers, as we say. Um when it was originally released in America, it it hit, but not mega hit. Mm. Um, and it was only when um, Jose Feliciano released his cover of it that they released re-released it again later, yeah. and it got big. Okay. And this is the version which um, kind of like Will Young took his. That's the one that comes from it. to my mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this recently. When you hear the lyrical delivery. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on fire. Mm-hmm, the time for hesitation's through. There's no time to wallow in the mire. There's definitely a Will Young. Like you can see where he gets his ass, like his, yeah, that's you know. what his version was yeah. taken from, wasn't it? Um, as well, you've got this one. Yeah. Who do you think that is? Is it that blind guy? Yes, yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. It would be 
it's definitely got his 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 volleyball over. Yeah, it has on it. Also, you got Massive Attack did a version of it. Um, Isaac Hayes did a version, um, and man, this version from Amy Stewart. Who's Amy Stewart? Amy Stewart. Um, she was like a, a like a black soul singer. Okay. Maybe with disco edges oh, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Hang on, if I can find the bit. It starts slow, but it picks up like a Eurovision song. Oh yeah. I got Ticketmaster uh, off of me t- Eurovision tickets over there. They're uh-huh. on sale now. Eurovision is the pits, man. I don't. I haven't watched it for years and years. Well, and years. I haven't watched it. Um, you kind of. It's kind of being forced down you at the moment. It's something else that you've got to. Oh man, you've got to respect Eurovision. You haven't. It's fucking shit. Well, this is it. Why have you got to respect it though? You know it's what I mean? Bollocks, man. It is bollocks. Isn't it all um, pretty much crap? Who, what, yeah, well, yeah, crap. But who who your country's like pals with? Well, yeah, I suppose like, so. Much. But at the end of the day, it's like guff songs as well, oh, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Why, like, we're hosting it. It's in Liverpool. It's in Liverpool, isn't Why it? Why is that? Did we win? Or is it because did Ukraine win him, but we're hosting it or something? Because it can't be hosted there. Yeah, probably. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. Because nah. usually the winner then hosts it next time. Yeah. But isn't that the joke that England or Never. Britain don't win? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they always... Didn't they come close a couple of years ago? I think. Charlotte's mate has Eurovision parties. Yeah, I've noticed people have this. I know it's yeah. big in the gay community. I know the gays love a bit Eurovision. Are you still led to say the gays? Are you sure that... It's not Euro Trash. Oh, I used to like, I used to like Euro Trash. Yeah, Euro Trash is bang on. <laughs> it's <laughs> Friday night. Suits <laughs> yeah. you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like... We've all had a few. <laughs> Eurovision, like, Euro, Eurovision is one of them things that I can't believe still going. Like, still a thing. Mm. Really. Mm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This has got a bit of that vibe all over it, hasn't it, really? It has indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can understand why it's one of the Doors' biggest songs. It's a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But in the like in the Doors' version, they've got about is it about three minutes of no singing? Yeah, Once again, like Rogers on the Storm, it's That's got it. that whole breakdown. Yeah, yeah. It's just they're just jam songs. Yeah, Definitely. but again, simple, but done very well. Indeed. Second single from the second album. Second album was released in 1967 as well, same as the debut. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, mental. Um, From the album Strange Days, you've got Love Me Two Times. 
It was considered risky at the time in banned in New Haven completely. New Haven in America? Yes. Um, I suppose it's like you substitute love for fucking the um, lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah, you love me once, um, and me two times. Yeah. Ever heard the Aerosmith cover? Oh, no. Aerosmith did a cover for Air America, the 1990 Mel Gibson, Robert Downey Jr. Um, what film? Yeah, yeah. Okay, not even yeah. seen the film. What, yeah? Oh, is it good? It's a perfectly acceptable 90s romp kind of, just oh, like, okay. ha, 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 nice. yeah, kind of film. See, this little uh, keyboard in the background, it's crap. Do you remember when you picked, um, when we did the 80s episode, mm-hmm. and you picked Golden Brown? Yes. It's that kind of sound, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that kind of sound is. What always made me think Golden Brown was mm-hmm. old than it is. Yeah, Golden Brown has that old, old vibe about it, doesn't it? Oh, it's like yeah. it's like that. It's even medieval esque kind yeah. of, you know, Definitely. that kind of sound. This, this here though, this is again, again, my my whole vibe is the sim- simplicity of songs. Like this is not. If you was to ask a musician to play this... It's just blues, I could play this. It's so simple, isn't it? I'm no guitarist, really, and I could play that. Yeah, Yeah. but it's just done very well. With me, it kind of blows my mind a little bit that people who are good at creating music know when it's good just from like how simple things are. Because a a lot of the time, like some bands try so hard to put levels and levels and levels on things. Oh, yeah, you can get too cute with it. Yeah, that's it, Mm. and they ruin it. But uh, Mm. I think the key... And like, what makes bands good is that if you can realise that something so simple can be so good, if you can realise that, you yes. answer like yeah, a yeah, proper yeah, winner yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. If something's simple and good, it's double good. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's the yeah. better way of putting it. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. And all three of them songs that we've listened to are all simple. Hey, man. Anybody would think this was the best of the Doors, wouldn't they? The best. <laughs> Um, yeah, love me two times. As I say, for the, a lot of these, we got covers. Um, Joan Jett. Oh, nice. That's from 99. A good song is a good song, isn't oh, it? You yeah, know. that's not bad at all, is it? It holds up, yeah. You know, are the Doors held up there as one of the best bands there's been, would you say? Well, they have. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Yeah? Yeah, American-wise. I think they are. I think you can't look at the stuff that we're going to cover here. Yeah. And say these aren't influential songs no, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can't. But did you say earlier that more so in the US than the UK? Yeah, I think there are a lot of people who do like definitely look down the nose at them and say they're a bit simplistic. From the UK? Yeah, I'd say all general? over. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I think there are people who think oh they are a bit simplistic. They are basically. I mean, it's just bar blues. It, it's yeah, but again, it goes back to like. 
Are you just jealous that you can't do something so simple and make it so good? Yeah, well, they got in early. It's 1967. Exactly. Yeah, um, that's another good point. To be yeah, fair. I don't doubt for a second that they weren't that there weren't other bands around at the same time who mm. were probably doing the same kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. didn't have the notoriety and probably hit as hard as quick mm. with a really charismatic lead singer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lead singers can sell bands. Yeah, at the end yeah, of the exactly, day, yeah, yeah. yeah front men can sell bands. Mm. You think of bloody hell. Um, just think of like just the Ferrari of Ozzy has got over years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, different front men mm. have got for their bands. And Frosty Morrison was like one of the originators, surely. Yeah, that oh, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. Uh, next track. This was always a bit of um, a strange one because it's Roadhouse Blues, but on this compilation, it's the live version. Which kind of gives you a feel of the time as well, which is good. Ladies and gentlemen, from Los Angeles, California, the Doors! Once again, it's basically the same song. <laughs> so it is. If it anybody, is, yeah. you know, if a muso is listening to it, they'll be like, "Yeah, it is the same song." Uh, this was from Morrison Hotel in 1970. This is the live version. I think it was on Essential Rarities and something. I think in '99 it was released. Um, I say the original version was on the Morrison Hotel album in 1970. This was the song that they played when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993. Okay. Uh, obviously, Jimmy's long since deceased. So yeah. they had Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, who sang vocals at the time. Oh, okay. Which kind of fits for um, yeah, for yeah. this. Um, yeah. <laughs> status quo. Did they cover this in 1972? I haven't got that actually. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I might, that would seem to fit into their stuff oh, yeah. as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a live version, this is what you were saying. Let's have a, let's have a bit of Jimmy, huh? I mean, if you see that picture on the um, the cover of this live album, mm. I mean, that's everything Michael Hutchins wanted to be, isn't it? You oh, know, yeah. In excess Michael Hutchins, he oh, just yeah. literally wanted to be Jim Morrison, didn't he? Oh, yeah, but he was a good... His, his, like, vibe, you could see why people would probably want to try and be, like, pull that off. He had an aura. His aura, he had yeah. that. As I say, that, that, that lead singer frontman yeah. thing, that, what yeah. is it, the, the je ne sais it's the, quoi? It's the, it's the, oh yeah. Yeah. It's the it factor, isn't it? It's, yeah. You know, it's what you want to be, it's what draws you to a band. Yeah. And, and very yeah. few people can kind of pull that off. They, they had a late 70s revival, when the end was in Apocalypse Now, the film, massive yeah. film at the time. Have you ever seen that apocalypse? I've not, but I know it's huge. My brother was yeah. just constantly going on about it. Is it um, a Vietnam film? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I ain't. Isn't there a scene where there's a guy in like a, 
some shallow water on his knees and he's like arms up to the sky or something. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like a iconic scene or something. I've not watched it. Yeah, but yeah, there was that out. Um, Roadhouse Blues was also included on the um, American Prayer album. And Jim's autobiography was also released in the late 70s. Oh, okay. Which is a bit of a strange time for that. So they had a bit of a resurgence then. Uh, And then they had a second revival when the film, when the Doors film, the Oliver Stone film, came out in 1991. Val Kilmer obviously plays Jim in the film. From what I can remember, I thought, oh, he played a really good role Mm. for what Stone wanted him to put out. It only grossed thirty-four million against a thirty-two million budget. Oh, really? Yeah. You'd, so, you'd so, think that it would be a lot more than that. Well, I would have thought. I mean, now I think it maybe would. Um, mixed reviews from critics and fans alike. The band really disagreed. I, th- I think they were just saying, "Oh, Oliver Stone's really playing up the rock star aspect mm. and the element of what Jim was doing." Yeah. Uh, they were saying, "I don't really recognise that Jim Morrison as the Jim Morrison I knew." Oh, okay. And Stone agrees. He says, "Yeah, some of them were blown up. Mm. They were f- some were even fabricated." You've got um, what's his name? Um, I've written him down. Here. Andy Warhol, you mm. know the the artist. Yeah, and he's just characterised as a, a leering homosexual caricature mm. of what he actually really was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in real life, he considered Tom Cruise to play. Uh, oh yeah, Morrison. Johnny Depp, John Travolta and Richard Gere were all considered oh, to play him. Okay. Um, Michael Hutchins threw his hat in the ring. He wanted to play him. And also Bono. Bono fancied it as oh, well really? at the time, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they gave it to Kilmer. I could imagine Bono being as wooden as... Uh, is it Keanu Reeves who's the really wooden Oh, yeah, he's like horrendously... Like Bono, yeah, yeah, like Bono yeah, would be yeah. that. Oh, I think they made a good choice with uh, Val Kilmer. <coughs> Like I'll say, be, I watched it about two years ago, and I think he did a good job. I'll be honest, when I watched that, you know, 20, 25 years ago, it was released in 91, so yeah. I probably watched it about four or five years after it was done. And for many years, in my head, when I pictured Jim Morrison, I pictured Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, like, really. That's a good... That's that, Surely that's a good thing, like, to show that Val Kilmer did a good job. <laughs> yeah, well, he did. He looked like yeah, him. Yeah, he did He yeah. did look like him, definitely. Let's just catch this bit at the end of um, Roadhead House Blues. Now, this is the, the bit of Jim Morrison, which you're either on board or you're thinking, you pretentious wanker. All right, all right, all right. Hey, listen, 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 man. Listen, man, I don't know how many of you people believe in astrology. Yeah, that's right. That's right, baby. I, I am a Sagittarius. The most philosophical of all the signs. But anyway, I don't believe in it. I think it's a bunch of bullshit myself. But I'll tell you this, man. i tell you this. I don't know what's gonna happen, man, but I wanna have my kicks before the whole shithouse goes up in flames. All right, all right. Man, he's playing to the crowd. That is literally, you know, bands do that now, man. That's just playing to the oh, crowd yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. I don't, I don't mind that because it's, it's, it's basically he's got him in the palm of his hand. <laughs> yeah, he has, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You is. know, if you can, you're gonna do it, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 
this what they're going to go into now is where the doors lose me a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, this is Strange Days of Strange Days 967. It's like this stuff now. One of the earliest uses of the Moog synthesizer. What is that now? Oh, it's like a prog rock favourite. Ah, okay. Like they'll all like use that kind of um, that instrument and stuff. Yeah. The lyrics have Jim pondering the hippie culture of the time mm. and things like that. Um, yeah, this is the kind of stuff. I don't like the stop start. Okay. I like the doors when they're in full flow, jammy mode. I can take it being endless blues. Yeah. It's like a rolling blues normally. Man, yeah, I can take that stuff. Yeah. When, like... I mean, Jim isn't really pontificating here, but it's just a bit like stop and start. And that now at the background uh, doesn't really do a lot for me. It's complete doors sound. Yeah. Get all of that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I it's don't a know. Bit, it's a bit fairground riding in a way. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? It's like, oh, right, the wall says, yeah, yeah. oh, it's the ghost train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, mind yeah, it, but yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean, definitely. Yeah. And his vocal, it's nowhere near as good as it has been on the other songs. And again, on the other songs, it's it's been quite low key. Mm. But on that, it's mm. not more, more up key, but it's just different in a, mm. it's not as great. You're right, it's not. Tech 9 released Strange 13 in 2013. Fred Rack. Red Records, Robbie again. Krieger, Ray Manzarek, John Densmore, Tech Nine, and Mr. Jim Morrison. Strange days have found us. Everything in my path, I'm a gas, I'm a spirit to the I'll end. Cash you, will join. I'ma take it with you, everything I'ma mark it a bit when I begin. Yeah, you get the feeling there. I like the premise of it, like, <laughs> but I don't think you know, like the beat in the background. I don't think it quite fits mm. with it, but I quite like the gym there. His lyrics and then this geezer coming in after. Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Excuse me, Tech Nine. <laughs> he but spells his name T E C H N 9 N E. Oh, like a dick. <laughs> I think it could have been done so much better. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, it's just another example of door songs being used as sample beds or as oh, yeah, cover yeah. material. It shows the wide range of their influence. Yeah, into the different genres. Yeah, 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 that, that is stuff. into different genres, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's not just Joan Jett doing a rock cover of it. No, definitely yeah. not, no. And again, I quite like the... Um the, the people who, like the person who, what was it, Tech Nine? Tech Nine. 
if it was him who was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use that as a sample. Like, that's good creativity, yeah. that yeah, is, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's good. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. I think you've got to go some to not write this song. Oh yeah, it's like as soon as it comes on, your feet are but like tapping. I can see you actually yeah. moving then. Yeah, while yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And like on this one, his vocals are a bit. Uh, a this bit, is the original album it, version. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's giving it a bit more, and yeah. I, I think it just oh, it fits so well. Once again, it's um, not as long as this one, but you've still got that kind of. A yeah. keyboard breakdown, yeah, little yeah. bit, yeah. I love all the keyboard breakdowns. It's got the she get high as well. But again, there's that just nice bass in the background, and and it is very similar in a lot in most of the songs. Mm. But again, if it works, and you can like take stuff in different directions with your different instruments, your vocals, and all that, it, if it works, why not just do it? And again, it's probably so simple because, like you say, it's so far back in the day. That it can be simple. Well, this is first single, first album. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, you know. So you don't need to do a lot, do you? And for the time, there's not a lot of like technical music going on. Nineteen sixty-seven. Do you know? Like, does that fall in? Like, the Beatles are a thing, aren't they? Yeah. In in then. So is that like when the Beatles are getting into? Is that Sergeant Pepper's sixty-seven? I'll be honest. I would not know the time frame of it. I think it is so. That's like right in the. Um, I will have a look and look. So at the time, they'd be huge over here, when the Doors would be huge in America. Then, like, would the Doors be America's Beatles? Um, no, I don't think they'd be or American no. Beatles because I think the Beatles was America's Beatles. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, what did the Beatles once say that there was a, they were as big as Jesus? Is that what they said? Well, Lennon said it, didn't they? Is that what he yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was. You can kind of get it. I understand the point of which yeah. it was coming from. Yeah, yeah, 1967. So psychedelia, psychedelia, mm. and all that kind of stuff is big news at the end of the 60s. Oh yeah, what a time that would have been to be alive. Say, honestly, you, know, I think you know, it would have been enjoyable. Like, I really do think it would have been. I mean, I reckon there's a lot of people who got fucked up, like yeah. in in good ways and in bad ways. Yeah, like yeah. you see them, you see like uh, videos and in documentaries of like people just all dancing around with them. What's them flower things in their hair? Like the flowers in the hair, yeah. and just like really like yeah, just like. Mm. So there's not a care in the world. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you know. I listened to um, you recommended me that gangster uh, podcast. Oh yeah, the podcast. I listened yeah. to the whole of the one about the lad in Salford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it talked a lot in that about the hacienda, didn't it? Yeah. And about the kind of scene that yeah. was going on there, and then um, they ruined it pretty much. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But 
Well, it was just never going to last, was no. it? Because he was just providing the stuff that was yeah. making it that thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I reckon that was a that was a thing as well That's at the a, time, wasn't when it? You, when I was listening to that, mm. it made me feel like I wish I would have been there. You wish you could have gone and experienced once. it. Yeah, because yeah. there's yeah. so many things, isn't there? Like there's so many clubs and venues that have been big in the in history like at their time yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. the doors the whiskey go goes big for the doors the whiskey isn't go, it? go yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's yeah. like to be to have just experienced that time that venue you know like the hacienda all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah it would be ace to like i'm sure the whiskey go i'm sure it's the whiskey go go it might be another one actually there's another big American place, and it's the one that Oasis they had got all oh, the gig there, okay. and they were gonna. This was gonna be the gig to break them in America. Yeah, and there was the dealer, and he like sorted them out with some coke before the gig. Right. But it was actually methamphetamine, oh, no. <laughs> and none of them knew when they took it, and they were just. And it was like the worst gig they ever oh, played. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't. They just well didn't know. I've, yeah, you know yeah. I've never seen them side by side, so I don't know. No, never no. actually seen methamphetamine. There's a massive thing at the minute, isn't there? Like again through podcasts, that is it fentanyl that they're mixing with. Uh, talking talking Rihanna's talking Rihanna's makeup brand. <laughs> <laughs> fentanyl. Fentanyl is like yeah. uh, what's fentanyl? Fentanyl is I think it's a, a prescribed like drug, mm. but it's really I've heard bad. The name. Yeah, it's really yeah. bad, and and people are dying. There's you know Pat Pat McAfee. Yes, he's 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 got friends who have died from taking fentanyl. Oh, really? Because it, they've like been sports guys or just like just guys, friends, guys, just yeah, friends. Yeah. But because they mix it with cocaine, mm. it's white powder. Yeah, but it can get laced it with, it. with yeah. that. They cut it with it, and mm. it's really, really strong. Okay, and people like it's quite a big pandemic about it apparently. <sighs> but like. Back in the 60s, it never looked like that. You know, all the depictions you see of it, like you say, all the women dancing with the flowers in their hair, it just looks like a really nice time. I'll be honest, it, it all, I always get the impression that the drugs were really clean. And like, yeah. You know, yeah, they yeah. were like they were like what the drugs were meant to Yeah, they? they're not like putting fucking sawdust in. <laughs> they're not putting... <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember when people used to... Um, remember, like, knock-off fags? That were, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the shavings off the floor and it's got yeah, rat yeah. droppings. Like Glenn from work would absolutely <laughs> love a fucking knockoff bag. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I can definitely remember back in the days when I used to smoke Marlboro and somebody like gave me some knockoff Marlboro and, man, a drag of it was like... It was like somebody just yeah. going out like that. To yeah, your yeah. So that was the pure time yeah. in the sixties. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I reckon like the acid was was acid in the sixties, mm. and I don't know if there was speed then, but um, yeah, I'd imagine the drugs was. Drugs. So being in that scene, and the, obviously the Doors were putting out this kind of music. The Beatles were big, so you yeah. could just see it. the you Stones. Yeah, so the, the vibe of the yeah, 60s would yeah, just yeah. be music wise as well would be good, man. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like the Who started around the end of the sixties, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Um, but they're big in, the, in America too. Yeah, yeah, the massive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another band who I've never really got into. No. I know they're bigger songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's probably two or three Hugh songs that I like. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're, you know. Yeah. They're one of the ones who lots of people like, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really get the Who, to be honest. Is, that, uh, is it Roger Daltrey? Is yeah. That him? him who played James Bond? No, it's Roger Moore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that? Break on through to the side. We'll have one more before the break. How about this one? 
I forgot to say Break On Through it was played on Mars as part of a NASA space mission in 2012. For what reason? I don't know, it was like the song that they picked to, right. I suppose, Break On Through to the side. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, this is 5 to 1 um, from the Waiting for the Sun album in This is a song that um, Jim got arrested. I think is it in the film where he calls the the fans idiots and slaves and that oh, kind I can't of thing. Quite remember now. Yeah, he definitely did get arrest- arrested performing this song. Um, once again, it's a kind of a. It isn't a blues, but it's a. His vocals are like. I like it. His vocals are like gravelly out. It's like. It's taking over, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like he sounds like a bit of a drunk. Yeah. On this one. This is yeah. what I'm saying. So when I saw the few live performances I've watched, his persona changes on stage. Oh, 100%. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. like. I, could, I, would, I would imagine it just depends what song he's doing, how he even feels in that minute. You know what I mean? He could do one. He could do one song and be on top of the world, and then he might just like instantly change his persona. It just yeah, depends. Yeah. As I say, when at the start, when the band decided that he was too unpredictable and everything to be gigging with, yeah, I, I can see that. I imagine get it. Making that decision though, as a band, because mm. you're one of the biggest bands around, and then to make that decision that we're not going to tour because he's not. Yeah, um, you can't trust him. Can't trust him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that must have been a massive decision. I'm sure the next two albums that were released after his death, one was basically an instrumental album, mm. and another one, I'm pretty sure it was called New Voices. Yeah, and it was, it was either Robbie or Ray or John, and I think they had other people join them as well. If I'm, I may be wrong on that, mm. but it was like them singing. So he started it with that other guy. Was it John that he started it with? Um, no, with um, Robbie. Robbie. Ray, 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 sorry, Ray, yeah. So Jim's got to kind of be like, oh, I can kind of do what I want on the front man. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they're, they're trying to be like, you know. I'm thinking, is he the first front man breakout from a band who this is all about me? Because the Beatles are never really like that, were they? In my mind now, I'm thinking, is he, is he the one that Axl Rose has portrayed himself on like, all these yeah, years? Yeah, Axl's like kind of that thing. The thing about Axl is he's always been about the business, I know. Yeah, but he's also been about himself as well, though. He's always been about himself, but 
you know, he was the one who made the rest of the band sign the contract, say, yeah, I'm not going to get fucked. I want to play the band. Yeah, I want to yeah. do this. Yeah, that's fair. Um, whereas Jim was the opposite. Yeah. That way. I reckon if you weren't on so many drugs, yeah. you'd probably be aware that like, if I just changed my whole persona, mm. we could make a whole lot more money. We mm. could actually tour as a band like properly as a good unit instead of him just fucking everything up. Nah, I just think he just believed his own shit didn't stink. Yeah. I think it's the 71 album. It's called Morrison Hotel. As a bit of a... um, A bit of a, yeah, a make good with Jim. Mm. Because he wanted to do a song. It was like an 18-minute song called The Lizard King, which is basically just a load of spoken word stuff. and You can find it on some of their stuff later. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but the rest of the band were like, "We, we, we can't put that on the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't put that on the album. Uh, And I think he was in his mindset at the time. Well, I'm I'm personally offended by that kind of thing. In a 1970s vibe, not a a 2023 vibe. No, no, no. Okay. It is interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so that was five to one. So you've got this. Jay Z. Take over, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test. Chest in the line of fire with your thin ass vest. You bringing them boys to men, them boys pull win. This is grown man BI, get you rolled in the triage, biage. Your Take over from the Blueprint album. Well, one of Jay-Z's big albums, isn't it? The Blueprint. What do you think of that? It works. See, I quite, I really like like Jim's vocals in the background and the rappers like in the forefront. I quite, yeah, I really yeah, yeah. Like that. This it, is done a lot better than. I think blues songs because they leave a lot of space for the vocals. Yeah. It works. It you know well. what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um. But yeah, man. But again, it's, it, but again, it shows the like Jay Z is massive, mm-hmm. but it shows his variety of music that he's obviously going to to get inspiration. From. I can knock Jay Z for his stuff, but at the end of the day, he's a he, he knows his music uh, yeah, history, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. I like yeah, this. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll hit the break at that point. Um, good start. Yeah. It really is I the like best it. of the doors, isn't it? Yeah. have the whole mass. Put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level. Get your brakes quick. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Action Nas, he don't want it with hope. No. ROC, we running this rap shit. B single, we running this rap shit. M E C, we running this rap shit. Yeah, cause girls is players too. 
So we're back with part two of the Personal Jukebox podcast. Look at the best of the doors from 2000. It did seem like the best of the doors, didn't it, that first yeah, part? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that. Mm. Uh, the last track, I believe, we looked at was 5 to 1, wasn't it? Yes. Just quickly, who's this? Um, oh, God. Um, Koi Lere. Okay. Girls is players too. I mean, the, the sample there is great. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, 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 it is. Players too. You can't argue with that sample. Nah, that's great. Okay, so next track, track eight on the best of the doors is this one. Seven album Strange Days. I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't feeling it a bit more right about now. <laughs> What's making that noise in the background? That boom, boom. I don't know. If that, it's some kind of synthesizer, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really not. It's really good. <laughs> and yeah, like you say. <laughs> This is the second podcast of the night. Yeah, we drink yeah. since, so this is the perfect amount of drink for these for these kind of songs, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's just really good. The vocals match it really well. So that's a synthesizer. No, that's a guitar, guitar. solo. Yeah, of course it is. It's just the blues again. Yeah, it's a. What's that film? Blues Brothers. You hate Blues Brothers, don't you? Mm. Nah. But that's blues. It. Well, that blues from the Blues Brothers always reminds me of that kind of more it's Boston blues. It's that well, kind you of hate stuff. that song uh, Sweet Home Chicago, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Sweet Home is Alabama. It? No, Sweet... Oh, is it Sweet Home Chicago? I don't know. Is it from Blues Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you've said in the past you have. The only it. song I know from Blues Brothers, off the top of my head, is Everybody. Oh, yeah, that's Somebody. And what's that one, that Roll Tide one? You Roll Tide. Know that one. I know, Conrad Thompson, Roll Tide. Alabama, isn't it? <laughs> Roll Tide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, their college football, isn't it? Roll Tide, Roll Alabama. Roll Tide is Alabama, yeah. Yeah. No, what's that song? <laughs> 
<laughs> you remind me of this track. But yeah, let's get back to this song. It's yeah. really nice. Good um, at blues undertones. Go on. Moonlight Drive, it's one of Jim's first ever written lyrics. He had all these these lyrics written before the doors formed. Mm. This was part of his poetry book that he had. Uh, we've got a Blondie cover. Don't have the feeling, does it? Nah. Again, they've tried to make it. They've tried to make it a little bit more complicated. And it's yeah. not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have. Yeah, actually, yeah. And her vocals are not good. I've never liked Debbie Harry as um, no. a vocalist. No. I think it works in, um, you know, like their big songs. Um, what is it? Hot glass. Um, Denny, Denny. Oh, I think it yeah, works yeah. in them. Mm. But it doesn't work in that, no. man. No, no, no. no Especially not when you've got the original. I don't... I'm not going to say I mind Blondie songs, because I think they've got some good songs, actually. It's but a, I, don't, I, I don't think she's a good vocalist. No, it's the vocals, yeah. That, uh, it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Should we leave that one where it is? Yeah. This is an interesting one. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't. It's basically like an umpa band, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What's, is, there a, is there a name for this kind of like music? It's umpa, isn't it? Is that how you? Is it not? What's polka? Yeah, a polka's like like Weird Al Yank. Is that? Oh, is it? So that's you know, not what this is considered. I suppose it's very similar to it, isn't it? No. Say goodbye. It gets a bit weird after this. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like show me the way to the next little girl. Yeah. Oh, don't ask why. I know. Yeah, well, right. Okay, so it comes from um, it's a German poet translated and used in the 1927 play um, Little Mahogany. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original lyrics are Little Boy. Show me the way to the next little boy. Okay. Yeah, not little girl. Yeah, yeah. And it's from, oh man, Bertolt Breck. Oh, show us the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. It's so weird. Oh, we must find. Yeah, it's like a musical. Yeah, it's from a musical. Is it basically? <laughs> is it Jewish? No, I can't imagine that's German, German, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's a lot of intertwined. I feel isn't like it? it's got a fiddler on the roof vibe. <laughs> Jewish. And he's the hero of this bit goes. We must die. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, 
You know when you watch Laurel and Hardy and they have music and stuff, that's like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like proper old school, um, the early days of cinema yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, the probably one of the worst covers I've ever heard uh, okay. is of this song, well, The, the Doors, but yeah. all this, by David Bowie. Ah. Oh. Okay, so David Bowie covered this song, and it's, it's literally as if David Bowie, he had a three-story house. Okay. Yeah, and he got all his instruments, and he climbed to the top of his three stories. He got all those instruments, he picked them up, and he dropped them down the stairs, and it sounded like this. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. No, don't ask why. For we must find the next whiskey bar. That's really bad. We don't find the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die, I tell you we must die, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Oh, love, a lullaby, it's time to say goodbye. We've lost our good old mama. <laughs> It's literally like the drummer isn't hearing. The drummer's in a different room and he's yeah. playing his own thing. What, but, but why is he even like the lyrical? What, what's he doing? Well, the lyrical del- delivery is probably no, the it's only. Which is, well, it's, it's a lot of Bowie fired, isn't it? But listen to that drum in your right ear. This is proper painful. <sighs> I'm gonna cut that off right there. You know Bowie. Yeah. Was he a mad druggie? Yeah. Bowie loved. So he's probably like absolutely fucked up. Bowie loved some drugs. And he's decided to do this. Yeah. Bowie loved some drugs. Definitely. I don't like that at all. No. That's that really hurt my ears. <laughs> See, not a fan of. Um, Bowie's version. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't think I'm a big fan of Bowie. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of Bowie. I think there's a handful of songs that I've found that I like over the years. Like, More do not, recently. Do you not think he's another one that's kind of, this is who I am, I need to live up to my stereotype and just be like proper random? I think there's a definite periods in Bowie's stuff where, yeah, yeah that's like his... Like that cover, really, like you've said, it's the worst cover. Did you say it's the worst cover you've ever heard? I'd put it in top ten worst covers ever. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, that's a 2017 remastered version as Is well. Is it really? Yeah. So what's the original sound like? It's fucking <laughs> tin pots and stuff like banging in your kitchen. Well, yeah. That's bad. That's bad. So this Alabama song. Yes. Why is the lyric in there? Why Why are they trying to find the next little girl? Um, well, the ori- that said to you, the original is Little Boy. Little Boy. Yeah. That's not even, but that's no better. Like, what's that about? So the lyric is, uh, show me the way next little girl. Don't ask why. Don't, don't ask, ask why. why. Don't ask why, Neil. I've got to ask why because it's yeah. been pestering me for a long time. I don't know, because it's our own moon of Alabama. We must now say goodbye. We've lost our good old mama and must have whiskey. Oh, you know why? Mm. Mm-hmm. To forget. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I get mad Prince Andrew vibes off that. <laughs> yeah, you well, I mean? yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. No. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought that, and I'll be honest, it's not the only time in a Doors lyric where it's a bit questionable. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's the sixties, man. Well, yeah, this is the thing. It's you can the, make jokes all you like, but it was a different time. Yeah, it was. No, mm. it was. Mm. Um, but I'll still try and make cheap jokes at stuff. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, nah, it's it's a good song now. I actually quite like the. It's like a bouncy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. What did you call it? Umpa. Umpa. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I like that one. Mm. Is there any really bad covers of that one now? You are. Is there any other like decent covers of it? I haven't got seen? another. No, I haven't got another one. That's that's the only one I could find. That song there. So I've got like a playlist at home. You know, like if I'm pottering around the house. Yeah. That's on that playlist. That song. Oh, that, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Jackson really loves it. Because it's the umpa. He loves it. He, yeah, yeah. Like, kids um, like that kind yeah, of thing. It's yeah. It's a nice. Yeah, yeah, it's just it catchy, works. It works well. Yeah, and I think yeah. his vocals on it are great as well. I just think it. I think every song he does, his vocals match it really well. David Bowie. That, how do you say it? Bowie or Bowie? It is Bowie, as I because it's like Bowie noise. Yeah. But I always used to say Bowie up until yeah, yeah. So his yeah. vocals were awful on that. Yeah, like honestly, I actually think his vocals were like one of the better parts. It was just like all the instrumentation was just out of kilter. It was all over the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. as if I was trying to do it. But it was as if it was meant to be like that, and they were doing it. And yeah. it's like, man, you ain't going to do it like that. It's just, that's just shit. Is that pretentious? Yes, that's pretentious. Okay. That would be pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% Fair. would be. This was the first single released from LA Woman in 1971, Love Her Madly. This is the song that the uh, the longtime producer Paul Rothschild, he left the studio in disgust because he said the doors had descended into cocktail bar music. From this? Mm-hmm. But this isn't any different. Um, well, it's no break on through. Nah, but I mean... You've got the, under, the 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 bass in the background, which is just any like. I bet it's this bit. But again, it's just keyboard. It's just a nice keyboard song, isn't it? Oh, to me, it's and it's got that doors bit like now. Yeah. Mm, mm, How mm, nice is mm, that? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I agree. That's a good song. Are, are the doors considered to be a blues band? Yeah, they gotta be, aren't they? So I'm just looking. And yeah, they jazz and plodding blues. Mm-hmm. So that's what um, Apple Music say about them. That's their like plodding genre blues. Takes. Yeah, plodding blues. Plodding blues. Okay, yeah. Um, which you can kind of get because it does. 
it doesn't plod along but I always when I hear a nice bass guitar I say it's like a rolling bass in the background mm-hmm. which I don't think you can beat and this is more one of their more up tempo songs yeah really yeah. is that keyboard in the back that's yeah, keyboard now isn't that it now. I think they mix it so well yeah I don't know these abrupt stops You don't. But it works there on that one. <laughs> but yeah, this is um, this is the one. As I left, I, I, I maybe you saw the writing on the wall. Jim had left the band. They weren't going to well, not left the band, but they weren't going to do any more live gigs. Yeah. Maybe he was like, yeah, yeah I'm reading mate, the room yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get out now. Yeah. But I'd put that as um, a top tier door song. Yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good one. Thing is, when you listen to the the songs we've listened to. Obviously, uh, Riders of the Storm. Mm-hmm. You already said that you think that might be your number one. It's one of my top three. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to choose a top three. Okay, personally. Yeah. Well, the other two of my top three haven't been on yet. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, should we have the next one anyway? People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked. When you're unwanted, streets are uneven When you're down, when you're strange Faces come out of the rain When you're strange No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange When you're strange People are strange now, aside from being a kid and being aware of Break On Through and Light My Fire, because yeah. when I was a kid, I was still aware of those songs. Mm. This was the first Doors song I heard. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't by the Doors. It was on the Lost Boys soundtrack when Echo and the Bunnyman did the cover of it for Lost Boys in 1987 which I watched probably a couple of years later well probably about 1991 maybe that's when I've heard it first yeah we said it is a different version it's basically the same but yeah, it's a different yeah. vocalist um, but this is a tune it? it really is and for me and his vocals and I want to say it again I think his vocals is is one of the best vo- like his vocal is one of the best matched to any like the songs that they do I think he can change his vocal to what song they're doing so I think his range and it's not massively different no 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 but I think he knows how to suit his vocal to the songs they're doing his understated vocal is far better than his going out yeah but I still don't think he's going all out no he's not he's really understated on this one yeah yeah like people are strange yeah he's got like um like a lackadaisical way yeah. of doing it. Yeah. And I think it works per I, I, I think it works so well. It's like a stone of eye, really. And isn't isn't yeah. it, you know, yeah, it's that yeah. kind of thing. But the whole music is like that, mm. isn't mm. it? So it's, mm. it just suits the whole vibe of everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, if they had a different front man, and again you've said it before, if you've got the right front man it's perfect. So yeah. if they had somebody else, it probably wouldn't work as well. A front man can fix a lot of ills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A good front man. Papers over a lot of cracks. Oh yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. But that's a great song, yeah. It's a really good song, yeah. It really is. I haven't got the cover from Echo and the Bunnymen because, I don't know, I just thought it was a bit too um, blatant. But uh, Yeah. The first American band to have eight consecutive gold LPs. The the first. Uh, They sold over... Only sold over 34 million albums in the US, but they have sold over 100 million albums worldwide. That's like to date. Mm, That's to like now, yeah, kind of thing. Okay. You know, we were saying... Over 34 million albums in the US. That Alanis Morissette album is, what was it, 20-odd million on its own kind of thing. So it's it's a different time, isn't it, really? Do do you think The Doors are a band that generation after generation will get new listeners? Yeah, yeah, I would have thought so. They're always going to have the stoner drug connection. They're always going to have the vibe of the time of the 60s thing, Mm. the psychedelia, the 27 Club stuff, the blues band kind of thing. You'll also have the the newer up-and-coming bands will also kind of say, oh, yeah, we've took inspiration from this. So you'll also get that. So they'll always be relevant. I think think they'll always be relevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Probably less so now. Than I can think of any other time. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody recently who's like singled out the doors as an inspiration. Nah. Um, but I think it'll always be there. Yeah, 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 definitely. They'll, they'll come back around. Oh, definitely. yeah. Um, here's another good one. Yeah. This is another one of my three. Oh, really? Come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe Can't you see that I am not afraid? What was that promise that you made? Why won't you tell me what she said? What was that promise that you made? I think this is the peak of Morrison's, um, what did I say? His singing style before like he's just uh, he's crooning gonna love you yeah. till the stars fall from the sky it's not quite singing is it it's just kind of it's like an enhanced like, just talking like Sinatra yeah, never yeah. sang did they no and this is, this is his peak? this is the peak of that I think yeah it, when he drops down to that bit I'm gonna love oh yeah it's like the builder Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe. Can you see that I am not afraid? I can remember being in um, indie clubs in like the early 90s where they'd play this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Definitely. Kind of, uh, what kind of indie clubs in the 90s were you going to? Uh, well, the one that sticks out to my mind is like the Dorchester in Wolverhampton. Okay. Um, is that a club? Or, like, the Dorchester yeah, yeah. sounds like a hotel. I don't know what it was. But it had a club room. Yeah, I don't know. You know, things look different when you're older than when you're a kid. Yeah. When it's like the first clubs that you go into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they played this. Yeah, they definitely played this. What was the vibe of people when, like, this came on? Yeah, they'd play like this. They'd play Break On Through. They'd play, um, what's the other one? Uh, Light My Fire. They'd play, that'd be like the three, I think, yeah. And people like the fact that they were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Doors. The way we're talking, that's like 90... 95-ish, 
94, 95, so yeah. that's like a couple of years after the, the renaissance of the film. Yeah, yeah. So probably people are a bit more aware of the songs then. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is a good one. I like this one. Oh, is that sax? Yeah. And what do we say sax is? I'm not saying it. We know, what, we know what it is. I mean, that just builds up to the finish, mm. doesn't it? Uh, that's the last top ten hit in the US for the Doors. Touch me. Nineteen sixty-nine. It was off the Soft Parade. First time they'd really brought brass and strings into mm. the songs. Um, but yeah, the last works, top ten hit in the US. Well. Huh? Works well. Yeah, like bringing yes. the brass into it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, you've got the the undertones of the keyboard in the background. Again, just just flowing. Nicely. Yeah, just keeping it going. Yeah. Keeping it going. Animalistic. Well, keep that in mind. Okay. From the debut album, this is Backdoor Man. So at the end of the day, it's basically a derivative of a song by Howling Wolf. He said okay. very animalistic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Backdoor Man by Howling Wolf. Like, that's proper, like, <laughs> deep south stuff, yeah, that it is, is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's proper blues. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the fact, though, like, no matter what kind of, like, decade you're in, you're still getting uh, your influences from earlier. Like, who's listening to, like, they obviously listen to this. This is, like, what is, who is this? Howling Wolf. What, like, does it say what year it was? Um... I can like and live. I can live Google the internet. What so a look. voice this guy! This guy's voice. Okay, so Howling Wolf, Chester Arthur Burnett, better known by his stage name Howling Wolf, was an American blues singer and guitarist. is regarded as one of the most influential blues musicians of all time. Wow. Over a four-decade career, recording genres such as blues, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, and psychedelic rock. Um, he died in 76. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Um, 
He started his recording career in '51. Okay, so he was singing with Ike Turner. See, that's, that is bar. So I love. This is what I really love about music. So obviously, you take your influ- influences from just everywhere. You well, blues is the beginning of metal, oh, yeah, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hear that, and then you hear what the Doors have done mm. with it, the progression of it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. amazing, though, isn't it? And like, yeah. That, oh, he's vocal on that. I love that. Yeah. See, I'm. Um, you know, a fan. It's all right. I, I can, just, you know, what I like about it though, I just love the fact that it's so proper raw. It's oh, just it's like super raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I like. You can tell that recording is just like there's a mic and yeah in the studio mm. and he's just recording oh, yeah, live. Yeah. yeah, live. He's yeah. not that ain't tracked. No, no. Yeah, but then I like the fact that what the Doors have done with it, mm. like they've, they've updated it a little bit yeah. to the '60s sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I like that stuff. Next song, this is why it's got a few Vietnam references here from uh, the Waiting for the Sun album in 1968. This is probably my least favourite song on this compilation. I'd agree. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The unknown soldier. where the news is read. Television, children fear Unborn living, living dead Bullet strikes the helmet's head Yeah, this is like doors at their shittest. It, don't, it doesn't even, like, doesn't sound doorsy to me. It's, it's not got this that... This bit. That keyboardy bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it hasn't got that nice bass guitar in the background that kind of pulls it all together there's not like a blues beat no, like, no. And, a, and a riff holding it down I know down. what you mean about the mm. keyboard yeah 100 that's yeah. definitely doorsy and I hate this bit I just hate all this crap bit I understand it yeah Um what we're talking 71 when was Vietnam when was the Vietnam War I have no idea. It must when be like sixties. Was it that early? It must be because films were coming out like like seventies early eighties. Like Jesse Ventura fighting. Fought <laughs> <laughs> the predator. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> Vietnam. Jesse Ventura. Um, I don't I'm know. sure it was. But honestly, we're on a podcast and we're saying, just, 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 when was the Vietnam War? I barely know our own history. Yeah, I know. let alone the American history. Um, right, the Vietnam War started from. Okay, it started from 55 to 75. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, 19 years, five months, four weeks, and one day. What a waste. Yeah. What a waste of time. Yeah, because it started in Cambodia. Um, I did know that, actually. But, good Lord, there's a lot of countries who were um, drawn into that. Did we get drawn into that? Um... Well, only in a supporting role. Like, go on, lads. Yeah, like yeah, that. crack on. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it did like over five five presidents. Oh, fucking yeah. hell, okay. It's got new in it if it's like because it's only four yeah, year terms, isn't it? Term, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. I don't know what it was about. I'm not going to get into it now. But um, I'm yeah. not. I'm not ready for that. No, no, I'm not ready for that. Um, worst song on the album. I'd agree. Followed by my last of my three favourites. 
is a tune. Now they have them albums called Driving Anthems. Yeah, oh yeah. This could be one of them. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> It's a blues song, but it's like a rock song as well. Yeah. It's driving, man. It's. Mm, I love this. It's got a pace to it, hasn't it? City of Light. <laughs> City of Light. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. City of Night. Um, 1968, The Doors, they played the Roundhouse in London. Oh, nice. First gig they ever played outside the US. That, I'll tell you what. And I don't know if I've said it on here, that's the best venue I've ever been to. You said that recently, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. I'm going again in July. That's where you saw, um, oh God, who was it? I saw it? Skindred there. That was it, Skindred? Yeah, 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 I'm going to see uh, Spirit Bucks there. And that's going to be fucking unbelievable. But so this is the first, that was their first gig outside of the US at the yeah, Roundhouse. Yeah, yeah, first gig, yeah. Amazing. I think they came to the UK, they did a couple of gigs and then they went to Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, and a couple of other places in Europe. You imagine the hype that they would have got, like the first. Yeah, I mean, you'd imagine that music was travelling across the. Um, yeah, what Atlantic would it have been? Uh, like, would tape travel <coughs> have been a thing back then? Would it? Uh, it'd have been vinyl, wouldn't it? It's obviously? weird. Did like on that podcast that we were talking about earlier? They were talking about um, early Liverpool, how they were getting the sound, mm-hmm. and they said it was sailors bringing back. Yeah, um, yeah. Bringing back 45s from America. That's it, yeah. And that made the whole, um, what was it, Mersey Beat? Yes. Sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, records were coming across somehow. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, and after Jim, after Jim died, the rest of the band, obviously, they did them a couple of albums mm. after. Um, and then they still wanted to have a band. Yeah. Yeah, so they came to London. And they formed a band called the Butts Band. The Butts? The Butts. Okay. As in, like, women's butts. Lovely. Yeah, uh, Butts Band. Uh, the lead singer was a guy called Jess Roden. He was from Kidderminster. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, and he sang with them, the Butts Band. That's mad. Yeah, they did that for a while. Mental, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you ever think that you'd be so, like, into a band that has keyboard solos? Like, no, nah, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of groups that have keyboard solos. Um, man, even like stuff like you know Van Island, didn't yeah, they but, in the eighties? Yeah, but did they do it to this extent as well? Like as good? Um, like, and to this extent? No, nah, I mean some people would say, wouldn't they? Oh, I prefer Van Island stuff to to um, the Door stuff, but no, I don't think so. I no. just think for the time, and it just flows. And I'm literally like a broken record, but. <laughs> When it's all done so well and it all just m- molds together mm. perfectly, mm. 
And for them to do it back in the day like that, wherever they're recording, it's not great. Uh, it's not going to be good. What's the word I want? It ain't going to be multi-track recordings That's and stuff. It. It's going to be like low-track yeah, recording. Yeah, so to get yeah. it all, you know, yeah. ship-shape, it's fucking... I just think it's it's amazing, really. Yeah. Mm. It really is. That, as I say, that's my other, my other that's three. That's one of your top three. Yeah, and um, Billy Idol, nineteen ninety, he did a cover of it. Driving beat, isn't it? It works for anything. good but again if you would have put I don't know how to describe it you know if you put more of a clean vocal on it yeah I don't yeah. think it would work because yeah. you Billy Idol has got that nice gravelly yeah, yeah, yeah vocal yeah. hasn't it? so yeah. it works well but like you say it's got that <clears throat> driving beat in the background so as long as you've got the, the right vocal for that it has it has a bit more lead it's a bit more filled out isn't it you know, yeah just modern production oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Yes, right, that is. I like Billy Idol. Do you? Yeah, he's done some good stuff, man. I saw him download a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I've always seen him. Billy Idol, obviously, he's got White Wedding and um, the other one. What was his other big song? God. Nice day for a White Wedding, there was the other one. And then I remember he always went away for years. He does that. and then Jovi did a gig at Wembley Stadium and he supported him and he was going through a, like a cyberpunk image. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what, like the... Um... Like mid-90s kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, early early 90s probably, actually. 93, yeah. something like that. The same gig that like the Manic supported Jovi on as well. It was a real mixed bag of a gig, that was, if you think about it. Yeah, it sounds it. But yeah, Billy Idol, He's man. put on a good show. Every, like, I've, I've, I'm sure I've seen him about twice. Mm. at some red like festivals mm. and he's always putting a good show at download it's pouring down with rain and he come out with like no top on mm-hmm. and proper give it loads fucking boner was you yeah, yeah. proper <laughs> So we've got Hello, I Love You as the penultimate track uh, from the Waiting for the Sun album in 1968. Uh, it was released in September. This is one of the few Doors singles. Got to number 15 on the charts. It was also re-released in 1979. 
got 71 then as well. Um, did it sound familiar? What, to something modern? Not something modern. And not this bit now. Go on, but it does sound a bit like this. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think there was a, a bit of a court case and the Kinks won royalties. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, for a songwriting credit for the song. And then in, um, oh, I don't know what year it was actually, but The Cure did a cover of Hello, I Love You mm-hmm. and it sounded a bit like this. up the sound like even more. Eurythmics even did a cover of this. Oh really? Eurythmics Adam Ant did a cover of it as well. So there's low man, as we've gone to all these songs there's so many. The amount of covers that that there's been. More than anything else I've ever covered I think before. Does that show you how influential they were though? Yeah. In reality it does doesn't it? Yeah if you think about it they're an old band who, man, if we were doing this on... I'm not putting them in the same category as the Beatles because I don't think they are. But if we did a Beatles one, then, man, just think of the strands we could take off there to different bands who've done Beatles-alike stuff. Have you you said how you feel about the Beatles? Not really. Nah. Like, do you hold them as one of the most influential bands? Well, they are, aren't they? Yeah, but no. Okay, they are, but... Do I think they are? Yeah. They're like, yeah. you appreciate the music that they put out for them to be held yeah, up, I think, up there. I, th- I think if I'm coming at it straight away, I'm thinking, oh, the Beatles are way overrated. But when you listen to it, you can actually hear, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you went into it like this, like, I probably didn't know 90% of these yeah, extra yeah. songs that I've said about. Mm. And if you did that with the Beatles, I reckon there'd be a load more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Do you know I mean, what I mean? I, I mean, I, I like the Beatles. I like the Beatles. I don't love the Beatles. Nah, I got to be fair. I go through stages mm. of of like listening to them a, a good lot, mm. and then kind of just going away from them completely. I never listen to the Beatles. Nah, nah, I never do. There was um, a couple of years ago, I was listening to a podcast series and they were looking at Beatles albums and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to them myself first. And the two that always... Well, there's the three, and there's like Revolver, the White Album and Sgt. Peppers mm. seem to be like the three uh, critical yeah. ones that mm. people say, yeah, them are the ones. Um, and I can't remember which one it was, but one I was really underwhelmed with. And one I thought, yeah, it's good. And Sergeant Peppers is Sergeant Peppers is Sergeant Peppers. It's like just, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like fantastic, but yeah. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. The Beatles, the Beatles. Yeah. You know, we were saying the Doors. Oh, you're doing this first, or even if you're not doing it first, you're doing it first on a major scale or a major yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. Maybe what the Beatles were doing. Mm. And in reality, we've always said it as well. Modern music. 
it's very tough for you to come up with something that's very original <laughs> nowadays, isn't it? Because it is. It is really, yeah. yeah. It's all been done before. You are using guitar. <laughs> There's only so many guitar chords out there. That's it. So you can't like <clears throat> you can't go anywhere, can you? You have to rehash stuff. Mm. So these these the Beatles, like Sabbath. It was all new. Oh yeah, Do you know what I mean. Right. So it's original. Sabbath is the one. Really, mm. when you think that actually probably was something different. Oh yeah, compared to them other two, yeah. Sabbath is that is different because who was doing that before Sabbath? So do you think they're not not pioneers? That's the wrong word. Oh, would do, yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think so because who was doing like heavy stuff? Well, like yeah. That? Well, yeah. No. Oh no, it's different heavy. Yeah, yeah. To now, but. Yeah, but it's different heavy to now in a heavier way. Nothing, a lot of stuff nowadays isn't as heavy as what Sabbath were doing back in the day. No, in yeah, reality. yeah, yeah, completely agree, yeah, yeah. Like we just said, like Mersey Beat, yeah. that's basically what the Beatles were, yeah? Yeah. It was just a derivative of what was coming across from the US. Yeah. Whereas Sabbath, yeah, it's blues, and it is, so that's what it's yeah, yeah. of. But um, it, it definitely had an from, evil feel. Oh yeah. Mm. It all comes from somewhere. Like influence somewhere. Like surely in Sabbath they can't have just plucked that out and been like, you know, they've got to have <laughs> something <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the last track on this best of the end. Can you picture what will be so limitless and free? Desperately in need of some stranger's hand in a Now, I'll be completely honest, this is like my next worst favourite okay. of all of these songs, aren't you? Um, I get it, it's a scene setter. Yeah. I mean, it's featured in the film and it's like, oh, you know, we're getting a bit fucking trippy now. Mm. Um, Isn't there kind of a deep, don't they say that some of the lyrics is, because Jim had a bad childhood so like the stuff where you know when he's walking down the corridor and he he says like father I want to kill you you. and then he's like mum I want to kill you too no I want to fuck you no he doesn't say fuck you does he he? well it doesn't but that's what it is oh is it yeah I always I always (laughs) was under the impression that him and his family like had a bad relationship no it's basically an uh, Oedipus complex it's a Greek a Greek guy, Oedipus. Yeah, he wanted to kill his father, fuck his mother. 
Oh, you want to kill his father to be with his mum. Oh, really? Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, so that's what I take from it. That's what it Just seems quickly, to be say that word again. Oedipus. What a word that is, okay. Um, O-E-D-I-P-U-S. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's Greek. You know, I'm man. I could listen about Greek mythology for ages, man. Oh, right. like that's, okay. I find that quite interesting, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um... But yeah, that, that, this is part of that Oedipus. Um, I think the story is that he was. There was. I don't know completely here, but he was cast out as a baby and he was raised by some other, like a uh, poor family somewhere else. And then he travelled back to the city and fell in love with his mom. But he didn't know it was his mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's, uh, maybe I may be getting this wrong, but his father ordered him to be killed, but he didn't, and he instead killed his the king, his dad, and then like got with his mom, mm. and then they found out later that it was her son who she was like fucking <sighs> boning with. Okay. Yeah, and then he killed himself. I think when he found out. Yeah. Maybe. So that. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know, because Greek mythology is full of all it's that all kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot of, like, fucking your family and stuff yeah. in Greek mythology. Yeah. They love it, don't they? Well, that, that was the shtick. <laughs> that was it. Whole dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is one of your least favourite. Yeah. Is it the length of it, though? Oh, it's everything. Right. It is just a wandering, meandering. I mean, it's it's chatting a lot of shit. Like, yeah, the like snake's the West seven is the miles best. long. The snake is seven miles long. Marilyn Manson did the cover of this, didn't they? Oh, did um, it? Yeah. There's a live version. Um, I think it's an, an Madison Square Garden version where he does do Father, I want to kill you. Yeah. Mother, I want to... Fuck you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I don't I mean this is it's such a it's such a random song because it's it's such a, such a slow pace. It's got that eastern vibe. You know oh, the, yeah. that trippy eastern like, vibe. Um, like a sitar type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It to be all that kind of stuff that like the Beatles go into when they were really trippy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I quite like it though. Like, I like <laughs> hey, the, the end. I like that bit. I just do think at twelve minutes long it meanders. Yeah, I listened to it the other day in the truck, and yeah. I was in traffic. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Fucking hell, it's not over yet." But like this bit now, when it picks up a bit, I got like I enjoy this bit a lot because again, this is everything that the doors do well. Yes, the nice rolly, rolly bass. This is this is one of their most well-known songs, I'd say. 
just because. Yeah, it's... well, it was in, as I say, it was in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And that... Do you think that gave it its. Uh, oh, it's no just, variety. It's so scene set in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think though no, this is just Jim just fucked off his head? Yeah, saying off shit. his tits, saying Basically. stuff. Yeah, the snake is long. It's yeah. long. It's down by the lake. But again, though, don't you think that's a bit like for them to just do that and be like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Well, I just I, think this is one of them, like, um, com- like these massive pieces that he wanted to do, where he wanted to do the Lizard you think King. This is one that they accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is on the first album, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I said to you there was a bonus disc, didn't I? Yeah. So we got um, different Riders on the Storm remixes. We've got this. The Tunnel Club Mix. Could be anything, couldn't it, right now? I mean, I didn't, yeah. Where is the... Let me skip. <laughs> so we had that one, then we got That's like this the one. Scarder rest, that is. Hang on, skip again. Riders on the storm. Into this house we're born. Into this world we're thrown. Like a dog without the missing a bone. The, the missing the main thing there, though. That. Like it's, you know, the the guitar in it. Yeah. Or is it the keyboard that does it? Yes. Yeah. That's the thing that makes that song. We'll try one more. This is the um, now mix. Seven and a half minutes. I'm gonna skip. That's a bit you like, isn't it? I mean, it it, it leans to the fact that. Covers are never as good as, as the yeah original. yeah I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you listen to them and you're just like, oh. I know exactly what you're saying yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. The doors, then. Mm. That's a pretty in-depth look that we've done there. Well, I think that is that was really enjoyable. That was, to be fair, just to listen to it. And again, everything gets enhanced when you're having. This whole scenario. Oh, go Let's on. Go on. 
So we need to explain the scenario now. So Simon just turned the lights off. We've got a candle on. And I'm which, kicking the mic like a good one. Yeah. But as a when you do the podcast, you have a you have a little drink. Mm. You're listening to music which you love. Yeah. So everything gets enhanced, doesn't it? So when you're listening to music that I already like, mm-hmm. it just makes it even better. So all of them songs, there's a couple that towards the end, the, 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 what we agreed on was the least favourite one. I don't mean what the name of it was. The Unknown Soldier. Yes. Yeah. But other than that, pretty much everything was just what you expect from it and what I expect. And, it, and to be fair, enhanced a little bit because of, of where we are and what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. The Doors, yeah, they are um, an influential one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's there's intros to some of those songs where you get bands in the 90s, bands like um, The Eels or even Beck or stuff like that, who it's that kind of organy mm. beginning. They used that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, aye. Bloody hell. My phone's telling me the volume should be turned down now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not even loud. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think they're very influential. I do think Jim Morrison was a bell end. I would have loved to have kind of experienced him now. Yeah, just I to get see. It. Yeah, like, oh, you know 100%, what I mean? 100%, 100%. Oh, we never got to this. I visited Jim Morrison's grave in Paris. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, okay, why was he buried? Why was he? Did he die in Paris? He died in Paris. in Paris. Yeah, he died in Paris. Is it unmarked? No, no, it's completely marked. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, when you go to. when I went to Paris to see Oasis. Okay. That was what I did. Um, That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that was the intention to yeah. see um, Oasis um, and the guy who went with the time massive Doors fan mm. and he was like oh can we go to Jim Morrison's grave while we're there and I'm yeah. like yeah, yeah we'll go and you go into the um, graveyard it's basically just in the middle of Paris yeah there's there's you're not very far from his grave and there's loads of signs people there'll just be arrows saying lizard king Okay. This way, yeah. yeah. Lizard King, this way, yeah. And then you get there, and uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's you know. Is it just what? Is it just like a stone, and it just says Jim Morrison? What's his name? James. I think Would it, it does James? say James Morrison. I'll be honest, I can't remember. Yeah, all I can remember it was like just a just a, a graveyard, and yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. For somebody who w- There was so much graffiti around it though. Yeah. Like imagine. so yeah, much yeah. graffiti around it. Like lots of people had obviously gone there and um and saw the saw the grave and that kind of thing. I think for somebody who was in a band for such a little amount of time but produced six albums yeah. in five years. Yeah. And and to produce the songs that they produced like you've gotta say his footprint in music's massive. Massive really. is part of the Twenty Seven Club. Part well, of Seven yeah. Club with Hendrix and Cobain and Because it's true. Well, it is true. You yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah, true. it's it's you know, yeah. it's I just think <laughs> they're a perfect band to just 
one, like you know, if you were just having a, a get together, you could put a man in the background. Oh, I think they are a band that you can do that with, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, it on yeah, in the background, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, I haven't heard this for a while. And then yeah. you'd be like, oh, it's, it's the doors, or yeah, 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 yeah You could introduce yeah. new people yeah, to yeah, it yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm all about it. I'm like, I was. I was quite nervous about doing this one because it's it's a band that I like, but I don't know loads about. Same as me, really. Yeah, I, um, I like, I do like the Doors. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I don't know shit loads about. So I'm, no, I'm not gonna. But hide again, going I, I suppose that. that's a bit of a, a mystique about them. Because again, when they were all together, all of them before we died, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. weren't a lot of time, was it? So like, and again, because it was back in the day, there's not going to be loads of info going around about them now. Imagine if they're around today. There'd be fucking Instagram posts, the lot, you know what I mean? So it's all mystical. 67, they released the first album. 71, he's dead. That's it. So yeah. it's like such a short space of yeah. time. Yeah, I don't think any, any, anything is like that. Nah, well... Um, got, you can't... What are you going to say there? Go on. I don't know. I was going to say there might be if I thought about it, but I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty concentrated lot of albums bands don't put albums out like that as much now but it's quality wise though like quality we've listened to the best there as I said to you you go and listen to those albums yeah but the thing is how many songs was it 17 yeah that's quite good out of five albums six albums yeah yeah, 17 really like yeah bangers 16 really good songs yeah 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 yeah. you know yeah I, I, yeah I think it's it's good, it's good. I prefer that to the Queen episode. I do. I think they've got more stuff than the Queen. I don't know if I prefer it to the Smiths stuff, because I think the Smiths have got some good stuff. I think you'll prefer it to the Smiths, yeah. Like the Smiths, wank. <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a song on here that is as good as there's a lot that'll never go out by the Smiths. No, no. <laughs> I ain't having that. All I can say is no. Nah. I don't use wank a lot, but that's I'm not going to use it. That's bullshit. What you've just said. <laughs> the Smiths and the Doors. You can't. Com- you, there's no comparison. The Doors are better. And <laughs> um, what was your favourite song after that? I would probably say. I think I've got to agree with you. You know. Riders on Riders on the Storm. I think Riders on the Storm is my favourite. I think I've got to agree because it's, it's got the, a bit of everything. It, it has, and it's the little, it's that little bit in the background on the. Is it is it a keyboard? Yeah, it's well, it's um, it's yeah, it's basically a keyboard or um, the, but it's again, it's keys, it's, the, it's keys. It's, and again, every podcast I do with with you, it's the simplicity of it. Yeah. If you can make something so simple sound so good, mm-hmm. I am on board all day with that. Mm, mm, and that's mm, what it is. Mm. So I'd agree. Mm. Yeah, and for that, that's why, you know, that second disc or the third disc, whatever it was, you got like five different remixes of it on oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, they're not going to be as good as the original, but no. um, it's everybody trying to have their punt at it, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, good stuff. Um... The doors, thumbs up. Massive thumbs up. Yeah. Massive, yeah, yeah, massive yeah. thumbs up. Definitely worthy of their place of people holding them up for a bit of a influential and great band. Yeah. A great band. Massive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A great band. Um, 
you know, did something different. The thing is, for me, I love a charismatic enigma of a lead singer. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, that's just otherworldly. And as much as I think that Jim Morrison was a bit of a bellend, he fucking, he had that lead fucking oh, yeah. singer thing And he was down. only around for a little, he was only around in the limelight for a little spell of time. Yeah, And he yeah, created small. that, that, like, yeah, persona. Yeah. I bet he fucked as well, didn't he? Fucking hell, yeah. His <laughs> dick was red raw constantly. <laughs> I mean, let's lower the tone. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, but did like, we just did off his tits? You know, know what I mean? He embraced No, but he embraced yeah, everything. Yeah, and yeah. He, any drug going, he embraced it. Yeah, I would say so. You know, so yeah. For the short time that he was in that band, they they created some very influential music. Fantastic. Um, the Doors. Thumbs up from both me and Neil there. Oh yeah. Um, if you've got a view on that, drop us a line at jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook, search up Personal Jukebox Podcast. Or you can uh, have a look at Instagram, at jukeboxpod, if you want to get in touch over there. Drop us a review, man. Get them reviews on the social media, not on the social medias, on the podcast providers. Help spread the word. And Mr. Neil Strong, thank you for joining me. I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick a song to play us out with. Mm, This is going to be completely different to anything we've just listened to. And I'm going to blame you because you got me into this. Yeah. So it's... Blame me? Yeah. House of Panda. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Completely different. Rio. Rio? Yes. I don't know if you've heard this one, but it's something that I listen to regularly. Especially if you want to pick me up. Get up, get down. <laughs> get up, get down. Oi, oi. Get up, get down. You wait till this drops now. You'll recognise the little bit of sample that it does and then it just drops and it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. It's always that second time when they come around. So good. (laughs) Right, thank you very much, Neil. That's been great, man. Yeah, I've loved that. Yeah, great. I hope you guys have enjoyed it, and I'll uh, see you very soon.
Soon, even. You say shoon. 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 Get up, get down for the bass and sound. Get up, get down for the bass and sound. Get up, get down for the bass and sound. Get up, get down for the bass and sound. Get up, get down, get up, get up, get up, down, down.